calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Dunkin' Rewards members who order ahead on the app can get a $2 medium cold brew every day all month long. Not a member? Join on the Dunkin' app and get even more exclusive Dunkin' deals. Dunkin' Rewards. Save them, stack them, use them how you want. America runs on Dunkin'. Limit one per member per day. Additional charges and terms may apply. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Audio. So, your serial killer friend wants you to deliver a living person to them for them to kill. Do I have that right so far? I'm not going to do it. Why not? What do you mean, why not? I can't just lead someone to their death, especially not a police officer. Don't sure you can. It's easier than you think. Come. Come on, let's get you out of the house, huh? Clear your head a bit. Maybe you can finally take me to the Springfield facility. <sighs> you can go. I need to think. You're out of a job until Crowley says otherwise. What are you doing, piddling round here? I said no. But don't you want to know the truth hmm? of exactly what happened in this town? The bubble project finally gets some answers. I don't need answers about the storms. I need to catch a fucking serial killer. Oh, I think I can help you with that as well. Oh, now. That piqued your interest, did it? Great. I call shotgun. Audio Media presents How I Died. Back memories. No, I meant literally. 
It was the dilation design, you can tell by the dome. Now, what do you know of quantum mechanics, Jonathan? Not much. Doesn't matter. It's all relative. (laughs) I have to warn you about Mike before we get in there. He's been dead for a long time, and usually a ghost would degrade and eventually fade out, but... Don't tell me that our little experiment with the bubble here altered his stay. You might say that. Whatever happened with the bubble has some similar effects on ghosts that were injected by Joy, the purple body killer. Residual things sort of linger. You're telling me that the woods here don't normally smell like bleach? (laughs) Can't say I'm surprised by that side effect, to be honest, and certainly wouldn't be the first time. What the hell were you guys working on at Springfield Corp? Yeah, yeah, so you keep using that past tense like we've stopped. But uh, I told you on the phone, we're still on the cutting edge of coronal mass ejection research. Right. Between what you and Mike have told me, I think I get most of it. Oh, I'm sure you don't. Hmm? I mean, Mike probably doesn't even know the half of it. And that's like the blind leading the deaf. Now's your chance to explain. Nonsense. Look, let's meet your friend first, shall we? I'm assuming he's a hideously malformed amalgamation of body parts and eyeballs after the accident, yes? Not quite. He's just a little crazy. Hmm. Less fun. Through here. It's coming. Alex, we need to hurry. Where's my cup of coffee? There are multiple people in here. I don't think so. Alex Mendez was an employee of Springfield Corp. He died in the explosion as well, I think. I know, Alex. I thought you never made it out of this facility. Correct, which stands to reason that Alex, say it with me, has come to another facility. You've seen Alex? Hey, Mike. Do you remember me? It's John. Of course I remember you. You're the one who keeps interrupting my work. That's right. Just leave the package by the door this time. I'm very busy. You. I don't know you. What a coincidence. I I don't know you either. You can't be here without a badge. I've got level five clearance. Really? Wait, that means... Why didn't I think of saying something like that? Well, at least mine is true. So, you're the boss's boss? Huh. Probably the boss's, 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 boss's boss, I think. Are you here to inspect the progress we've made? No, we're running behind, but we'll make it in time for the next storm. I told you, he's sort of stuck. Ah, he's not wrong, you know. I mean, there is another storm coming, but not here. Of course it's here. It has to be here. We're forcing it to be. What is he talking about? Am I the translator now? (laughs) Very well. Okay, so you know of the bubble? And of its purpose, correct? To dissipate geothermal energy once it strikes. In layman's terms, maybe. Levant, I don't have time for this. Just explain what you want to explain. Mm, Is he always this pushy? You have no idea. You have no idea. You don't even remember me. Is he with you? Can we kick him out? Oh, mm, as much as I'd enjoy that, I think think we need him here. See, he's my plus one in today's lesson. Now, as I was saying, the bubble dissipates the energy 
right? But it wouldn't make much sense to build a mesh capable of absorbing and releasing the energy without knowing where the energy was going to present itself in the first place, now, would it? Hence the crochet. I always assumed you all just predicted the next storm location and then built the facility nearby. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> oh, no, no. Why predict when you can control? <laughs> yeah, that's the goal of science after all, isn't it? You're saying Springfield Corp caused the storm to strike here in 1989? You see, we built the facility on top of the crochet. Hmm. Yes, once it's activated... The- like a lightning rod. In layman's terms, again, for you... You drew the geothermal activity to the town? Is he just reiterating what I just said? Uh, yeah, I see. I, I just think it helps him to, you know, understand... <laughs> but yes, John, congratulations. Clever boy, you figured it out. Now what is he doing? It's called, um, it's called pacing. It's usually a sign before some sort of mental breakdown or something. Should I call Dr. Kim? Yeah, that might be best. Can you stop messing with him? He's dead. Dr. Kim isn't here and neither is Alex. Is this the mental break part? What is it you're angry about, John? Hmm? Do you share? Why do you feel outraged at our scientific endeavors? Hmm? Your scientific endeavors killed dozens of people and permanently altered this entire town. People here are fucking crazy because of you. (laughs) That's a little bit of a stretch. Mike, you died because of the work you were doing here. Ray killed himself because of it. We both knew the risks when we signed up. The energy that you were working so hard at dissipating across the town melted people's veins from the inside out. Men, women, children, it didn't matter. Sheriff Crowley's son died from it, and he was six years old. Did they all know the risks? Well, the Vanderbilts did, as you know. I mean, when the towns were built and when the facilities were given authorization to develop, they knew the potential dangers of our work. It doesn't make what happened any less terrible. This is bigger than a, a handful of people. I am not surprised to hear that coming from you. Oh, come on, John. I mean, the work we're doing is good. It's good work. I mean, if a a few hundred people need to give their lives to take humanity to the next level, then so be it. I mean, that's that's the cost of expanding science. A few hundred. Do you know how many cities and towns are named Springfield in the United States, John? Uh, 51. 52. There's a new facility in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I must have missed the internal announcement. Christ. And you're telling me that all those cities and towns are conducting the same research? Similar research, but uh, with the same ultimate end goal. To help humanity survive the inevitable explosion of the sun. And well beyond that. And we've got working bubbles in many other facilities. And some even managed to finish their prototypes in time for the 1989 event. I mean, I just never would have imagined... This is insane. You're violating human right laws like they don't even matter. Someone should stop that shit. And, uh, and who is going to do that? You? No, I... No, of course not you. (laughs) You're just worried about your friends in this town and stopping some killer, right? You're unbelievable. I mean, who 
cares if someone wants to continue our work in their own fucked up way. Maybe they'll make a breakthrough. I'm doing what I can, and right now that's stopping someone from killing... I'm debating whether or not to lead another man to his death. Am I right? You outside right now. What's wrong, John? Is that why you brought me here? To just fucking tell me about the bullshit you and Springfield Corp are doing and somehow convince me that it's okay to do a bad thing if the ends justify the means? I wouldn't put it so eloquently, but more or less. You said coming here would help me with the serial killer. Well, it will. Just lead the man into the lion's den and when he dies, I'll follow him. And he and I, your ghostly informants, can tell you exactly who killed him and where. And he's still dead. Uh, One human life to save a a dozen. Fuck you. I mean, it might even be a bastard worth killing, right? Like Will Vanderbilt. I mean, you can't tell me he didn't deserve it. Or Roger Benoff. You. You killed Roger. I can't be surprised, John, can you? I mean, I, I came here to stop the league with you. Right, so why is it so unbelievable that I did the same for him? Only, he didn't have a cool superpower, did he? Oh, I hope. Oh, that'd be a real shame if he did. Right? I mean, how, how could you tell? So he really is dead. All these bodies left in the wake of this shit. Nothing is worth this much death. Oh, you don't get it, do you? I mean, after all this time, you're still not putting the pieces Together. I don't care what the pieces are. Look, I can spell it out for you if you'd like. Hmm? Fine. Okay, now you said it yourself. Hmm? Geothermal energy affects humans in ways we can't even understand yet. And if you were listening closely enough, I said that we'd managed to dissipate the 1989 storm's energy across the working bubbles. Sometimes spreading it even even hundreds of miles from a single location. And that, that was over 30 years ago, John. Of course, there have been storms since, yes. And uh, have you ever noticed how our country seems to be getting a little nuttier every day? <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't even begun to understand the ramifications on, on serial killers or on children still in the womb during a storm. Hmm? Say around... 1989? Hmm? All for the betterment of humanity, John. I... I don't believe you. That's cool. I'll wait here. You're my ride, after all. Mike? John! I haven't seen you in forever! How have you been? Stop it. I need you to answer something and I need you to tell me the truth. Of course. Anything. Did you know that Springfield Corp caused the storm to strike here in 1989? <laughs> that's, uh, that's privileged information. I can't just... I have level five clearance. I couldn't tell you before, but I know about the crochet and the bubble project and the other facilities across the country. And I need you to answer me. When you and Ray started working on the bubble here... Did you know what could happen to the people of the town? We knew what would happen to them if we didn't finish the bubble. What the hell does that mean? 
They told us that this place was going to be hit with the geothermal flare coming in 1990. And we saw pictures of what happened to people, if you could call them people, in, in other places that got hit in the past. So you thought you were doing a good thing? We were doing a good thing. A really, really good thing. We just wanted to protect our town from the disaster and death. It was coming, so we either move everyone out of the town, or we make a bubble to protect us. But you know about the crochet. You knew they drew the flare here. Not at first. I wasn't originally the floor manager on the project here. I worked under someone who worked under someone else, and I brought Ray on after he passed the tests. When I got promoted, I found out, and I tried to fire Ray immediately. Yeah, well, if I know anything about Ray, he probably didn't go easily, huh? You met Ray? Yeah, I tried to explain this to you before, Mike. You're dead. Did you know that? That's insane. If I'm dead, you're dead. Otherwise, how are we talking? I don't know. I I think I can do that because of... I can't even rationalize this right now, but... Mike, I can speak to the dead. It's like a mutation or something. I met Ray at the Springfield Hospital after he shot himself. What? Ray shot himself? <sighs> Sorry. I should have realized that you didn't know. Do you remember that he survived after the explosion? Like 10,000 some days ago. 11,209 days since the, the storm. See, you do remember. I died that day. Ray, he was... He was outside the room during the storm. He watched it and then blamed himself. Have you told me this before? I have. How many times? A few. <sighs> and I... Stay here every time, continuing this pattern where you think you're alive. You forget. It's all coming back. I, uh, found out about the crochet shortly before the first storm hit. We weren't going to make the deadline. If Ray and I had just pushed... You can't blame yourself for that. They put you and everyone here in this shitty situation in the first place. They brought the storm here. Not you. Ray was outside here. I evacuated everyone I could. Alex ran to the safety bunker nearby. Right. Alex Mendez. We tried to find him about a year ago. You thought he was still trapped here, but when we opened the bunker, no one was inside. He wouldn't have enough supplies for... <sighs> How long... Has it been? You said 11,209 days. Oh my god. Poor Alex. The thing is, I heard him inside the bunker. So either it was his ghost or it was some sort of weird residual from the storms. But that does seem to keep happening around here. Like with Felix recently. Exactly. Someone else other than me saw a ghost here. So I think the buildup of energy here must be the strongest in the town. What about the storm in 2013? I can't get a real read on what happened. Some people say it missed the town, but then there was also that spike in hospitalization from storm shock. That's because they... Oh, the crochet. What about it? Here. The, the panel on the wall. I... I can't touch it. That's because... I get it. Come, activate it. I'm not seeing anything on the wall at all. That's the point. Push here. 
The code is 921859. Is it even going to work? This place has been shut down for decades. Oh. Well, look at that. Down here. Watch your head. Careful. It's a tight space. It was supposed to be used for maintenance only, but obviously I was told about it when I got promoted the second time. Why didn't you or Alex hide down here during the storms? Are you kidding? It's like a lightning rod. Do you know what happens when you're even close to a lightning rod? In layman's terms... Yeah, yeah, layman's terms, more dead. I get it. Ah, fuck. I knew it. What am I looking at? Or looking for? Nothing. It's gone. The crochet is gone? I mean, do you see it? I don't know what it looked like in the first place. Come on. Get back up. So, I think I remember someone coming in before 2013. Maybe a few thousand days after the accident. They took the crochet out. So that means the effects of the 2013 storm on people here didn't come from this facility. It spread from another bubble. Hundreds of miles at least. And still caused people to die here. Maybe they were... Positively primed. What does that mean? Priming is when a recipient, in this case the townspeople, is exposed to a stimuli causing a reaction. If they were exposed to a similar stimuli a second time, then another reaction happens. So the people in this town will die anytime there's another storm, even if it doesn't strike here. Potentially. It's all the theoretical. And who knows how many people this has affected. But it doesn't really matter. I'll get the bubble finished, and then we'll be fine. Mike. Shit. Did I? Fuck. I I slipped back into it. You did. I'm going to forget you. I'm going to forget again, aren't I? Probably. John, what happened to Ray? After you saw him, I mean. It's my fault, Mike. I didn't know you were out here, and I told Ray to move on. I thought you would have maybe gone to the afterlife or whatever happens after this stage of being a ghost. Then you have to help me move on, too. I don't want to stay like this any longer. But what if I need you? I've come back so many times, and each time I learn something else important, like we just discovered... John, if I'm about to forget that we even have this conversation... I'll never be able to move on without you. I'll forget about you. About Ray. I can't stay in this loop. You're right. So help me. There isn't anything for me to do. You can move on yourself. But how? Just close your eyes. Just try to let yourself go. let you see the light? I'm not going to get anyone killed. So, you're stuck then in this pointless endeavor. It's not pointless. I just need a better plan. And you're not helping. I don't want you anywhere near me after today. Fine. 
Well, I wish you the best of luck in stopping one more evil person futilely while a major corporation conducts dangerous human experiments. There's nothing I can do about it now. What if there is? What if my plan this whole time has been to get you to see how much of a blip these small saves are compared to stopping hundreds or, let's be honest, closer to thousands of deaths over the next few years? What do you mean? I mean, John, that your time and talents are being wasted here. I mean, come and work for Springfield Corps. I'll, I'll be your in. You're dead and fucking crazy if you think I'd do that. There's another storm coming, John. And we're tracking it, and it's only a matter of time before it comes. And when it does, I can tell you that being able to speak to the dead would provide Springfield Corbett's... You can find another way back. Or just move on and leave me the fuck alone already. Hmm. Well, I think I'll see if I can somehow communicate with the living. Hmm? See if my old co-workers can figure out a way to replicate your gift... I just hate to imagine how many hours of human experimentation that would take. As we head towards the season finale, there's still time to binge the rest of the episodes instead of waiting week to week. Check out patreon.com slash howidied and find out the ending of the season before anyone else. How I Died is an audio media original production, created and written by Vince Dijani, directed by Chroma Sakura, and mixed by Eric Howell. This episode was edited by Eric Emma, with sound design by Eric Emma. Our theme song was created by Silent Mike. Starring me as John Spacer, Shayna Waring as Sheriff Crowley, Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez, Vin Vox as Dr. Kim, and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia. This episode guest starred Sarah Golding as Maureen Levant, Mike Lynch as Mike Melba, and someone as Joy. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to your favorite podcast app and give us a rating and a review. It really helps us out a ton, and we definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time... Try not to die. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.